Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Shut up the dogs, stare at the water. I'll say when, hold on, y'all wait. Hit them, boys, boom, 12 gauge. Out in the mud. All right. If you heard that, you know what we're fixing to talk about. Talking about those foul-feathered mallards, widgeon, teal, redheads, you name it. Coots. Coots. Anything like that. This is our... We don't mess with the mergansers. We leave them alone. Yeah, we never saw any hooded mergansers or anything like that. We never even saw any wood ducks, for that matter, but... um, that is the duck blind, I guess. Whatever the song is that we use. Bone collector. The bone collector, yeah. So this is our first time to talk about duck hunting. We hinted about it back in the Deerhead episode. That, we that said, was years ago. Yeah, it seems like, like it. <laughs> yeah. Now, Zeth wasn't part of the deer hunt that we did. But he was part of all the duck hunting trips that we did. And, and the highs and lows. The highs yeah. and lows. Mud and dry. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, to start it off, uh, to kind of, you know, we're still kind of scratching our heads whether or not we've got any listeners or not. But hopefully we'll gain a few with uh, a local twist or taste of uh of hunting uh Uh, the north texas kind north texas kind i know a lot of people play uh they play their cards close to the vest when it comes to duck hunting in this part of the uh country if you will and probably some other states as well but anyway um what we wanted to talk about today is just kind of give a uh, you know do a, a a review a year in review about our 2020 duck season that was not not bragging or anything but that wasn't my first go around with duck hunting although i'm always learning always trying to figure out new ways eat you know better ways different calls all that kind of stuff to do things um but what we do have here is we have my son tyler and his best friend and a friend of mine uh zeth that the 2020 season was their first time to really go set out and just duck hunt and try to figure it out, understand it, what it means, all that. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask them, you know, talk to them about what, you know, their first thoughts were on our first duck hunt. Um, We got all our decoys together. We got, you know, got our calls um, they were still trying to figure their way through the calls, understanding, you know, how those things kind of operate and work. And of course, everybody knows YouTube, you, you can YouTube anything and figure out how to learn how to do just about anything really. Um, shout out Dr. Duck, Dr. Duck and the boys from Duck Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Did a lot of, a lot of watching their videos. Yeah. And gives you a, a lot of insight on that kind of stuff. But really what I want to know about, and, you know, 
because sometimes some people are a little either bashful or really don't know how to approach it or talk about it. But I wanted to know from you guys, from y'all's standpoint, what you thought about the lead up to duck hunting and right after our first day or, you know, first hunt, what, uh, what your thoughts were? I mean, well, hell the lead up started probably about August. Yeah. <laughs> this random talks. We started talking about it and it was one of those things where we were kind of kicking it around. It wasn't a, we were just bullshitting. And it's something I had been wanting to do for quite a while. And I was always just like, it seems like a lot of setup. It's a lot to get going. It's and one of like, those things where you always walk into Cabela's and you see around that time of year, you just see the decoys out and you're like, that's interesting. Well, I remember I watched an episode of Meat Eater, uh, Steve, yeah. Steve Renella, and he went duck hunting. Uh, I can't remember where he was at. And man, I was watching that episode and I was like, that looks like so much fun. Like... But I was like, it seems like he went out on a boat, you know, and they went out in, you know, the tall grass out in the water and, and set up their decoys. And yeah, I was like, man, it just seems like such a financial hurdle for me to to get into, especially, and it's something that doesn't seem like you can do by yourself. Yeah. You know, you need someone else. Uh, and I'm, my dad has never really been a big hunter. He likes to go deer hunting, and that's about the scale of it. I feel like that's a lot of people, you know, it's, unless you're bow hunting, you know, there's always a challenge to bow hunting, mm-hmm. but I think people enjoy the simplicity of deer hunting with a rifle. You know, almost anyone can do it, you know, you, as long as you know what you're looking for, you know, what you need to do to tag it and all that, mm-hmm. which, you know, ain't rocket science. You're not getting wet. I mean, you might be out and it's cold, but you can bundle up and all that. Yeah. You're probably sitting in a blind somewhere. There ain't too much about it. Yeah. You got your ATV. You can roll up. You're probably hunting private land on a lease somewhere. You know someone. Well, like my my uncle, he's a very avid hunter. Probably been hunting for 20, 30 years. And when we one of our first hunts, when I posted a picture with the the ducks that we got. I saw him at Christmas, I think it was, after that. He was like, oh, are you going duck hunting? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you like it? And he's talking to him. And he was like, I'd never go. And he's like, it's too damn cold and it's too damn wet. And he's like, the best weather for duck hunting is the worst weather. And he's like, I don't I don't want no part of that. Yeah. I think it might be what you're, what, you know, ticks your clock, I guess. You know, what really gets you going, you know. Some people get that excitement from, you know, taking a nap in the deer blind and look, all of a sudden you got a big old eight point sitting out in front of you. And I love deer hunting. You know, it, I think a lot of people, it puts meat on the table. You know, it fills up your, your freezer. Or with duck hunting, you know, it takes a certain kind of crazy. You get out there, you know, every weekend, life permitting. So, I mean, what were y'all's thoughts? I mean... Like I said, I was excited. Uh, something, I, like I said, I wanted to do. And it's one of those things I didn't really think I was going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, we kind of kicked around. So, I was real serious about it. Yeah. And I was like, 
I wanted to keep pushing it. You know, I didn't want it to be one of those things that just kind of fell to the wayside and, and right. we never did. So then y'all kind of, you know, we're, I think we're coming along too. Yeah. You know, and, and then you were telling me Tyler had kind of said something about it a, a few years prior before the Navy. Yeah, before he went to the Navy, yeah. So I was like, all right, I think we're all legitimately, you know, on board. Yeah. And I was like, so I got real kind of jacked up. I was ready, you know. Yeah. And then I remember, I was like, all right, we're doing this for real. Because we went and bought our hunting license. You know, we were buying our gear. Our our stamp, you know. Setting things in motion. Yeah, you know, and it was like, okay, we're, you know, this is real. You know, you kicked it off? Boy, and we... We didn't know what we were doing, let's be honest. Yeah, but it all started, because we were sitting there. I remember it pretty clearly. It was a Saturday. And we just gathered all the bare necessities that you need to hunt. We had our decoys. We all somewhat had a gun to use. We had (laughs) ammo. We had everything that we probably would need just to get us out there. And I was like... You're all just hemming and hawing, you know, when are we going to go? And I was like, why not tomorrow? Why not? Because we had talked about possibly going, I know we kind of even talked about it even later we in the season. We were talking about, like, Going and scouting yeah. first. Yeah. Like, let's go find somewhere and then we'll go. But then I think you and Tyler, y'all kind of agreed, like, well, hey, let's just go and just see what happens. You yeah. Know? And it turned out to be one of the best hunts we had. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, for to, for starters, yeah, of course, because I, 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 I didn't know what to expect. I mean, because we went in in previous, you know, earlier. Uh, well, I guess it was probably September, October, or something like that. We went and shot skeet out at uh, Elm Fork Shooting Range. Shout out Elm Fork Shooting Range. Uh, not a sponsor, by the way, but you know, I wish um, <laughs> they. We went out there and we did some shooting. And um, you guys were y'all were really good, y'all. Man, boy, I was spot on. I mean, they <laughs> no, all I fell mean, apart once we got on the field. I tell you what, really, no. I mean, y'all did. Y'all were. I mean, once y'all got you know two or three stations under your belt, y'all started hitting them. And you know, speaking of Elm Fork, now that we got you know probably more on a consistent basis three guys that can actually see more than five feet out in front of them. Zeth got some new seeing glasses and a new gun. Yeah. Ducks better that watch was a out. Lifesaver. Zeth, I mean boy, Zeth could barely get out to the blind, get out of the truck. These ducks are in trouble now. <laughs> got some new bifocals, new gun. I don't have bifocals. I ain't sixty. <laughs> hey, but them glasses are gonna help me. Oh yeah. I can actually see now. I would but I remember the first day, like I said, we just decided, hey, let's just do it. Yeah. And we got up that morning and kind of just headed out. We didn't really know where we were going. I mean, we knew where we were going, well, but I'm we saying, like, go we did to the place that we planned on going. Yeah. We just, yeah, because remember, we, well, we found that. spots here, but. Well, we got out first, and because we got there, that, that was probably the latest that we ever got to a hole the yeah. first time we went. Because well, remember, after we, that, we, we parked across the street, remember? Yeah. And we were trying to find, well, we walked out to that place that real deep creek mm-hmm. and we were like well we can't what a wash that was yeah i mean there was like bobbers hanging from there the trees well yeah trash. I was like, out there so we're like okay well, well this ain't it and then we kind of drove around and we found 
There was another spot that we were looking for, and we stumbled upon this other spot unknowingly. That little pond. Yeah. And we got out there and... Ran into another guy, which is the worst thing that you want to see when you're going out duck hunting. But he was good, though, because he went the Luckily, opposite direction. Luckily, I mean, that guy could have been a dickhead and been like, completely sent us off in the wrong direction. Yeah, but no, he didn't. He, he told us, hey, follow this trail, and it'll, it'll pop you out by that pond. Yeah. So we got up there, and I didn't have waders yet, so y'all got and set out the decoys. and Boy, and talking about that spot, that was one of the best hunts I've ever had at that spot and one of the worst hunts I've ever had at that spot. Mm-hmm. And you think your little mud episode was bad? We would have been calling Care Flight in if you went through what I went through trying to get one hen, mallard hen out there. Yeah, he was almost an inch or less of water. I was an inch or two away from getting water in my waders. In his waders, and it was cold that morning because we got, we the, the decoys actually had frost on them. Yeah. And the ice around the edge of the bank, you know, was freezing. And I was like. In the water. I was over here like sticking my hands in this ice cold water. Ow. And to walk, I would have to pick one leg up, yank it out of the mud, move it in front of me a good two feet plant it in there and do it again for the other foot and boy it took me about 30 minutes to get across like you know 10 feet yeah 15 feet of this little channel in this creek yeah well that hole has got some uh some interesting stories about it because we did hunt that hole a few times um and it, it, you know it, it produced uh, two times and the third time that we went the uh, infamous uh, uh, bathroom tire trick. We learned about that. <laughs> that was yeah, in that same area. <laughs> yeah, that was the same area. So, you know, we that's got some history over there. But when you guys were getting set up and, you know, because looking back at the pictures, we were kind of out in the open. Oh, very much so. I mean, so. We, we were just lucky that those ducks just happened to fly over those trees. And like, they probably hit the brakes and thought, oh, look at there. There's somebody sitting no, there. So I think not that spot. I mean, every other hunt, I think we were too far on the open. We were too close to the water. And if you're any, any juvenile, you know, green yeah. behind the ears still hunters, the first time we hunted was probably the best we've ever been concealed because we were in some, you know, pretty tall thicket out there well i mean the brush that we had was like where we're sitting right now is about as high as we were sitting so if you get a man that's probably about four four feet yeah almost yeah Yeah. brush that we were in and we were sitting pretty we were probably about what 20 yards or so or more away from the water yeah because i tried to make sure that we got back i mean we didn't have a big choice in it either but we were at least about 20 25 yards back yeah and that's probably anyone out there it seems more logical to be, you know, kind of covered, but as close to the water as possible. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, you think, oh, quicker to the draw, you know, the faster we can get our gun out and get the get the shot on the, the birds. But, you know, them birds, you know, they're fast, but they're not that fast. If you're sitting back, you know, a good 10, 15 feet mm-hmm. away from the water, and you can still see what you're doing, that's probably best. Yeah, from what I've seen and from what I've heard and the research that I've done, because you know they're they're smart. 
you know, they're looking as they're coming in. You know, those those flybys. Well, they especially might not by catch the time, you the first time, but the second time or the third time, they're going to catch you if you're that close. Especially when they've gotten down this far. Yeah. They, you know, they've they've survived that whole trip. Yeah. So they're not the the dumb ones that are just hanging out. They're, you know, survival of the fittest. Well, that's that's a that's a shout out to Doctor Duck, uh, yeah. Dennis Loser. He's the one that had made the comment about that they're Ivy League ducks by the time they get down here, and that's true. They're smarter than they were when they they left the roosting ground, you know, the nesting grounds, and started flying this way. But I mean, when what I can recall of that first day, that first hunt that we did, was I was getting restless because nothing had come around. We had seen a bird or two that off first in the distance. Day, restless. I mean, boy, we were out there. It was not. It was. 730 something no 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 i mean for me i was getting restless because uh, leading up to the point here that i'm getting at is that i was i was like look there's no action going on and i see birds flying overhead but i want to be able to kind of get an aerial view and see what's going on what's coming our way and then as soon as i stand up you know it's i guess murphy's law or whatever happened i stood up had my back turned and then I looked up and kind of looked around, and then I looked. I was just fixing to turn around and go sit back down, and I look, and Tyler goes, "There they are! Here they come!" And I look up, and there's three ducks coming in. They're they they lock wings. They're coming in. The controversial three ducks coming in. <laughs> Argument for centuries. Yeah, no, there was three ducks. Well, I know there was three ducks, but who got the ducks? Well, you got the mallard, and I got the widgeon. <laughs> I'll let y'all hash that out. All I can tell you is whenever I looked up, I didn't, I just saw both of y'all shooting and I saw one duck go and the other duck went. I didn't know who shot what, but I did notice that third duck took off. And I was hoping that I would be able to grab my gun and be able to reach up and try to take a shot. Now I will blame that third duck in a way on this piece of shit. Oh yeah. Mossberg. Oh yeah. Cause I was turning, and I had another shot in my in my uh, shotgun. And as I'm turning, here's Zeth jams away. Sir jams a lot over here <laughs> with his Mossberg, clearing my way. So I couldn't really get a clear, a quick, well, quick enough saying, shot. I I got the widgeon because I immediately went. You got went to the mallet first. I immediately went to the widgeon. Now we might have both hit him, but I know I hit him. And but that third duck. That third duck got away because my gun. Mossberg screwed us. Oh yeah, that was the vein of my existence. Yeah, that that was. I I would have liked to. I wish I would have been sitting down or at least had my gun in my hand. We probably could have got something all three of those. Something else in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> I mean because I, I all I was doing was just trying to get a, a look around just to see what was going on. Just I, to, I could. Be honest, I don't know what you were looking at then. It was like a dead tree right behind. It looked like you were looking right at that tree. Well, I was, like, I, I was trying to be somewhat concealed and also kind of keeping my eyes peeled to see if I see any kind of movement, you know, flying around. But of course, they came in whenever I wasn't looking. So you know, hey. to a seasoned duck hunter, those three ducks coming in. Oh, they'd they would have, been, have never made it out of there. That would have been picture oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, they'd oh, been yeah. Dead. The way they were flying into our decoys. Yeah. It was beautiful. We were we were even calling. We were just sitting there. They were just a few feet off the water. And, yeah. And y'all started taking shots, and it was just like, all right. 
It was almost like they were standing still when we were taking our shots. And that yeah. third one just jet rocketed out of there. I, I, I had no idea what the other two ducks were. I mean, both the other two ducks. The other two ducks were widgeon. I know that for a fact. And I knew that other one was a mounter, but I didn't know if those other two were widgeon. I had no idea. And that was our first encounter with the... Because they look black shorts. to me with, in the sky. With the what? Old green shorts there. Oh, green jeans? Yeah. Yeah, he showed up and checked our license. But you know what? I'm glad what y'all did is because y'all separated your ducks. Your duck. You had yours. Zeth had his. Everybody's happy. I had nothing. So he was like, all right, we're good. Um, That's but, another thing. with When they show up, I was we, we always talk about it. You know, the old game board and G-Dub shows up. And I always ask him, what if he shows up and we just got a I mean, how impractical would it be if a game warden just broad daylight walking up on you and um, a flock of ducks just come in on your decoys? But what if it does happen? I was watching, uh, what is it, that TV show with the game wardens? Lone Star Law? Lone Star Law. And they were out dove hunting. And I guess it doesn't matter because I always say, can we shoot while the game warden's just right here? And boy, they, those boys didn't care, man. They were just, they were out there checking licenses and they're like, bow, 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 bow. And she's just working her way down the line. Yeah. So I guess it's okay. I guess it's like a courtesy thing to not. I, um, probably, I wish Game War, I'm sure Game Wardens know. I mean, don't come out there, at, you know, first light or, you know, hour or two after first light, you know, be courteous. And yeah. Go. Not the peak time. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to come creeping up. I'm sure on they you. know by nine o'clock that it's probably maybe slowing out a bit. Maybe this is my shot to go out here and check some. Some ID or some licenses and maybe write some tickets. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, we're we're kind of hanging out on the on the first hunt, and it's I, I I'm very proud of of how you guys have a um your your approach to um, the ethics of hunting and taking care of the landscape while we're out there because it is public land and uh you know i'd mentioned to y'all even though you know we go out there and we see other people's uh shotgun holes uh shells shells you know the holes all just laying around the bank i mean it, to me it's a it's it may hurt something may not hurt something but it looks trashy and it, th- that kind of stuff needs to be picked up. And I'm I mean, glad on, you... If you're being smart about it, and if you're trying to conceal this hole and make it look like, hey, maybe this ain't the spot. Well, it might attract other hunters. They go out there and they see some pretty fairly new shells. You know, 30 plus of them just laying on the ground. Yeah, because that was kind of our way to determine whether how long the, how long ago this hole had been hunted. hunted. And some of them, there were shells that were, that were uh, left that were rusty and all that. Uh, I've got some pictures on the old uh, Instagram page that I've got, but um, of an old rusty hole. But you know, when it comes to um, you know the caretaking and all that, I think I'm really proud of you guys doing that and the way y'all approached duck hunting and the willing, you know, the will, the willingness to want to learn. Uh, about what it's about and i'm still learning i don't know everything there is to know about it um i mean i've just i've, I've been uh, a handful of times and 
uh, gotten lucky. Uh, and, you know, to see you guys get out there, that was I was really worried about that because I was like, man, I really hope they get something because if they don't, I'm like, it's it, it just it, it poo-poos on the whole thing because everybody's like, well, man, you know, I really don't like going because we don't ever get anything. They come in, but we don't get them, you know, and that kind of skews everything where people are like, I just don't want to go. It's no fun. So you guys stuck it out. And that being said, we uh, uh, inherited or accepted or had a new hunter come into the fold. He's not with us tonight. I wish he was. Um, old, I'd Daniel. Like, old Daniel. Old Danny. Um, I'd like to hear his take on it. And we'll get a take on it later on. We'll, we'll quiz him about it. But, you know, somebody that uh, has other interest in, in other things like you guys do and uh, to, to, to do what he did in order to get prepared, uh, you know, getting the shotgun. You know, it was a shotgun he inherited from his grandfather, old, uh, I think it was a Model 11 Remington, 16-gauge, uh, um, and this season we'll let him talk more about what he thought and what was going through his mind with a lot of things and you know he got a duck this year uh took him to the last trip (laughs) to finally get a duck yeah pesky ducks yeah and you know i'm sure the thought went through his and and again we'll we'll talk to him about it you know what he was thinking is like you know what am i doing out here man i should be i could be in bed right now warm bed but i'm out here with these jokers and we're hunting ducks but to me on my on my opinion of it is I feel like that's the fun part about it is I mean we want to get something and have something to, to bring home and uh, we want to limit out like you see in the movie in the TV shows or um, you know the duck commander movies and all that kind of stuff you, you want to see all that kind of stuff and you want to do that but you know it's not gonna be like that all the time well Steve Ranella talked about hunting and he said, Hunting is, is fun. So when you're sitting there and you're miserable and you're cold and you're wet, you know, you, you maybe not be enjoying it. Mm-hmm. He said, but later on, you know, when you're talking to your buddies and, and you're sharing those experiences, and, and he said, that's, you know, that's fun. That's long-term fun. That's fun you get later. Yeah. He said, versus like riding a roller coaster where it's instant. It's that instant gratification and then it's over. And it's it's over. not It's not fun later you didn't have to earn that fun right but he's saying with the hunting that's you know you're you're earning that yep and we even brought up a a a term or a saying he would say is that um being out in the cold being uncomfortable makes you i think was it makes you better at being uncomfortable or something like that oh yeah i mean it, it 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 does something to you uh makes you better at being cold and and uncomfortable and just wishing you were at home in bed and there's been many a mornings that i've thought the same thing too but once we get out there we start loading up the decoys and we start walking to the hole i mean it's like man that gets me jazzed up because i'm thinking man this could be the day 
we're going to get into them. Well, especially when we heard all those, uh, what was it, wood frogs? The wood frogs, yeah. We thought, man, we hit the hole, boy. We, uh, yeah. And then the sun came up, and there wasn't nothing. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I thought, I thought, man, for sure, that was it. This is the day we're going to limit out, and we're going to see so many ducks, we won't even know what to do with them. Well, that... I mean, we saw quite a few. I mean, we... we Just saw. none of them came in until that last one that Danny got. Yeah, yeah. And that one really committed good. And, you know, he got it and he did uh, he did his part of retrieving it. Um, but, yeah, I'm... That That's really what what I wanted to, to, to know is to know what you guys had thought. You should um, tell the story about the uh, the duck we shot and you had to chase down... Oh, yeah. That'd be a good time to have a good uh, retriever, a good bird. Or a legit boat. Yeah. Yeah, a good legit boat, too, yeah. That that touches on something I wanted to talk about is, you know, with <clears throat> deer hunting or uh, like turkey hunting, you can get away with minimalistic gear, you know, with you know, duck hunting and other forms of hunting. You really got to invest good money into your gear. It was definitely trial and error. Because you can't get... I mean, you could try to be cheap about it. And I'm sure some people get away with it. But you really got to invest into the hunt. You going out there with some Academy bot waiters. You know, it may work a few hunts. But you're going to be miserable. It's going to get cold. You're going to get wet. Your waders going to get tore up. Um, you try to use some cheap two, $300 shotgun. It's probably not going to shoot the best. You're probably going to get frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, your decoys. Um, it sucks having to put the, fork the money over for it. Yeah. But it's probably worth it. I'm not saying you have to go flocked, but... Pay attention to what you're buying. Make sure the paint's right. Yeah. Make sure it's not fading right away after the first hunt. You know, you really get what you put your money into when it comes to duck hunting. Well, I mean, me and you, when we went to Cabela's that first time, I mean, we got what the the cheapest pants we could find, the cheapest, you know, jacket we could find, and that immediately when we went out for our first hunt was, oh, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. You know, this is, we got to. Yeah. You thought you could be a cheapskate and be like, oh, you know, I can keep it under $100. I'll be good to go. By the end Shit. of the, by the end of the season, I had a new shotgun. I had a new pair of waders. I had a new double layer jacket. Like, I had new calls. I had, I mean. Yeah. You know, and that's just, and that's not even half of what I'd like to have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The wish list gets long. Yeah. As the season progresses, because you're like, oh yeah, I could. I mean, because I bought new socks. So did I. Waiter socks. Well, I bought those Madeira or whatever the special cheap wool that's supposed to be extra warm. Yeah, yeah. And they, to me, those weren't even warm enough. My toes would still get. Really, the waders was the best thing that kept me warm. Yeah. Because those, you know, the insulation in those were. Yeah. I'm thinking about electric socks next season. No, there's nothing wrong with that. There's people that you, yeah. I mean, it's like going back to, and I was trying to remember the correct way Steve put it, is that it makes you good at being uncomfortable. Because 
when you are limited on gear, it does, you know, make you a little bit more um, um, uh, resilient, a little bit more, um, you know, pressed to, to, to do what you got to do uh, in order to hunt. Um, well, as true as that is, being cold still sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it sucks, yeah. <laughs> and you can do your part or there's something you can do to change that or to make it better or improve the situation you might want to do it yeah yeah because i can handle my hands being cold or my face being a little bit cold my toes was the worst thing for me your toes it, and your legs now my legs i could even deal with my toes but you start going numb and it starts hurting yeah you know and there's you're out there's nothing you can do to warm up yeah. I mean, it's it is what you it might is. As well just, excuse this, but you might as well just pee in your pants at that point. And just let the oh, I've done that before. Warm pee collecting your boots. I've done that before. It helps short term, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, it works. But yeah, I mean, I, I will give y'all credit. Y'all didn't. I, I, at least I didn't hear anybody. Um, I didn't hear anybody complain about it being too cold. Nobody ever complained about that. I mean, the only complaints that we had is maybe. When we had that, when we went off the path a little bit and got, we all got stuck in the mud or trying to, uh, you know, get the ducks in or why ain't they coming in? I mean, that was really the only concerns that I heard that were. The day that we got stuck in the mud, I went from zero to pissed. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Because I didn't have waders yet. Right. And I was, at that point, head to toe covered in mud. Yep. And I was like, oh, man, this is not going to be a good day. And it, it for me, it wasn't. That was the, my worst trip by far. Because yeah. at that point, my gun was all jammed. I mean, my gun's already sucked because yeah. I didn't have a new shotgun yet. Yeah. And, that that, and then it was jammed up with mud. I got mud all in the barrel. And yeah. I was like, boy, this, is, this blows today. But, I mean. Well, it was a learning experience, too. Yeah. I mean. You wasn't thinking about that at the time. I mean, you were like, get me out of here now. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be here right now. I, I get that. Yeah. But it's when when you guys, y'all, y'all tough through a lot of stuff. And there's some things that we went through, although as, as minor as it may seem now looking back on it, there's some people that would have already said, look, this just ain't for me, man. Yeah. I'm not going to come out here and do this every weekend for, you know, a couple of months. And we did that. Yeah. I mean, we got out there and we, we hung tight with it. Um, and that that's, you know, I, I hope the same for this season. I know all our working schedules and all that are different now compared to where last year, you know, because of COVID and all that. We're but, all just going to have to quit our jobs and be full-time <laughs> duck hunters. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time for that. Oh, this podcast really takes off. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, hint, hint, uh, Dr. Duck and Billy and... Dennis, you know, maybe part of their pro team or something. <laughs> yeah. Certified. We're going to be a different branch of them. We'll be Dr. Suck. Yeah. This <laughs> is oh, the episode to show you what not to do yeah. while duck hunting. The day we limit out is going to be, if we ever do. I hope we do. I, hope. I believe we will. That's going to be a day. Well, like, you got to think we didn't. Ne- we never pat. We even your new shotgun. We never patterned it. I mean, shooting it in the water is one thing, but to put it on paper to give you a 
general idea of what it's doing, you you know, you really can't. I mean, not unless you've just been doing it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, those guys, you know, like Dennis and uh, and uh, Billy, you know, they've uh, they've been doing it for over thirty years and hundreds of hunts, I'm sure. And you know, same with the um, Duck Commander crew. I mean, and these other guys out here too. I mean, but you know, it's um, it's something that uh, it's always it's always kept my interest because we can sit here and do like what we're doing right now in a duck blind. Oh yeah. We can talk, you know, if, if you wanted to fire up the little cooker or something and cook some, you know, biscuits and uh, gravy, you know, you could do that real quick and then, Oh, Hey, something's coming in. Let's set it aside and let's shoot and then get back doing what we were doing. I mean, you can do that duck hunt. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think for as amateur as we are, as mm-hmm. we're, I mean, I think we've gotten better. Yeah. But we were still, it's only our second season, you mm-hmm. know. But for as amateur as we were, I think we still did pretty good. We got ducks. I think so, yeah. I mean, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what's important. Yeah, yeah. And considering where we're hunting. Oh, yeah. I mean, too. we're not hunting Grandpa's stock pond on you know 200 acres that nobody else gets on well a guy i work with uh his name's phil and he's an older gentleman mm-hmm. and he said when he was a kid uh him and his brother they lived on some land or or something uh and they had a stock pond mm-hmm. and he said what we would do in the morning if we wanted to go duck hunting we just grab our shotgun walk out to the stock pond so we'd come over the hill right over the pond and he said there's be tons of ducks sitting out there and he said we just shoot a few and that was it that was you know that was duck hunting for the day you you were done yeah 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 that's i hope maybe you know in our hunting adventure with with the duck hunting that we get an opportunity to do something like that um and i'm i'm hopeful that at some point that uh we'll be able to get some sort of um, other than a kayak, I mean the kayaks have been helpful as far as retrieving ducks, but getting us all up into a river system or into some different hunting grounds, um, we're kind of limited to the shore, yeah. you know. Um, so that's that's tough. But um, I mean, like I said, I, I'm super proud of all you guys. I wish Danny was here; we could talk, you know, talk with him about it. Um, but all for for how y'all just you know stick to itiveness y'all just kept at it and so you know that's that's very uh encouraging for the the upcoming season and Definitely. of course now we'll have uh we'll have more uh stories to tell and more things to talk about in the upcoming season uh, I think Tyler's angling to get him another shot, get him a shotgun, maybe some new waders. Um, um, you know, Danny, I, I think he's uh, had showed interest for a new gun, but I think he's going to hold off on that, which we can take care of him on the gun part. Uh, that's not a problem. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it. Well, we, we got, also got deer season coming up. Well, what? Uh, teal season 
It's coming up here mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. You got deer season coming up. Dove is already going on. I mean, I'm about it going on. No, it didn't start up till the first. Oh, of September. okay. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, so That's definitely a lot of hunting to do. Uh, I'm very excited. I, I'm, I've been ever since our last hunt, going duck hunting last year. I've been itching to go again. So I'm definitely ready. Are we really itching though? Because we didn't hunt the final weekend. I don't think we care enough. <laughs> no, we did. No, we didn't. Well, we went on our, our last trip. We made it, but. Well, just as a as a sorry to interrupt, but uh, I don't know if they've updated this on the TPNW website or their app, but it says statewide September teal only season September 11th through the 26th. That's it says 2021. So uh, early teal daily bag limit six birds. Uh, daily bag aggregate may include blue winged green winged cinnamon teal possession limit three times daily bag limit um it'll still be pretty warm too so the shooting hours still rel- you know same as it was before 30 minutes after daylight to uh, noon right see. it says from one from one half hour before sunrise to sunset and then tyler found that uh which was good that he found that it's this and maybe this is a link to it sunrise and sunset computations that there was an actual clock or that would tell you like that's just on i don't know how anyone feels about it but ducks unlimited and if you have their app it'll actually show you for your area yeah it'll it'll use gps and it'll tell you when you can when actual uh sunrises i mean most places if you're hunting public um there's no point in paying attention to sunset because it's usually noon. Gotcha. When you have to stop hunting for uh, waterfowl. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that's different for some uh, WMAs out there, but for the ones that we hunt, it's noon, unfortunately. Yeah, it's noon for all of them. For all of them, yeah. I mean, not unless you're hunting in uh, a... Um... Oh, I mean, I'm sure... I, I like to think there's some of them out there where you can hunt past me. I think it's just all dependent on the WMA and how they manage it. Right. Well, it's like the regular season for duck this year is November 13th, starting off. You know, they call it the split. November 13th through the 28th of November. And then it picks back up on uh, December 4th and goes all the way through the 30th of January 2022. So pretty much the same as it was last year. Yeah. Um, not long enough <laughs> well well this past season it was a, like a month too early i mean everything kind of came with it being not as cold or whatever up north yeah it didn't push down and then say a month after duck season it was you see ducks everywhere yeah yeah it was it was perfect <laughs> yeah then, well they they have talked about and i i, I think uh bill uh on the the uh we give them some uh, a plug, um, Doctor Duck podcast. I think they had they had talked to a uh, uh, a biologist about um, why they wouldn't extend the season, and I think there was some sort of talk, possibly of that, that they would extend the I season. Think they were, I don't think they were for it, anyways. Yeah, Doctor Duck. I don't think they were for it because they wanted to change the uh, move, move it right well, instead of. 
You know where they, they had, had an extended the sanctuaries? Like hmm. when we hunted up there at... at uh, Ray our, Roberts? Yeah. That it was closer to the sanctuary. Not in it, but close to it. But talking about being able to allow people to, you know, flip it every other season or something like that. Well, they were talking about the WMA. Right. I mean, to uh, have you hunt the sanctuary and then have the sanctuary move somewhere else. Mm. So it would like the ducks would think, well, we're going to the same old place, but well, switch it up, yeah. Switch it up, yeah. But and then they talked about adding uh, an additional uh, Drake, uh, a mallard Drake, on uh, is your limit, hmm. uh, since there's so many more of them. But um, anyway, I mean, the season will be right on top of us before too long. I hope we're all able to do what we wanted to do and take a three day weekend and. And hunt that uh, opening weekend, and uh, I don't see why not. I can do it. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Like I said, I'll probably take half day on that that opening Friday or whatever, so we can get down there and and get ready that next morning and, and go. Yeah, I mean, there's other to... marks. I mean, the hunt is awesome, but it's also awesome camping out. Oh yeah, it's the you whole semi late night and cooking it's, out and it's the whole experience for me yeah it's it's everything uh just being outside enjoying each other's company yeah i mean the whole the whole ordeal is, is enjoyable we got a better tent this time oh yeah your tent everybody's tent. gonna everybody's gonna love the tent this time because this sucker sleeps 10 oh but with the four of us we'll have plenty of room to move and put our gear and we'll have a little front porch and i got a new cooking stove so we can Use that for pot and pan to cook eggs. Percolating. Got a percolator. Well, yeah, we had that last time. We got to bring some cream and sugar. Yeah. I had some half and half. We'll make some. (laughs) Enough for one cup. Fresh (laughs) cup of coffee. Maybe I'll try to get some of that uh, Black Rifle coffee. I've been wanting to get some of that since uh, Bassmaster's trip that we took. But anyway, uh, we could go on. Everybody, we could go on for hours, I'm sure, on this. I wish we'd have maybe done this a little earlier, but uh, we had a little bit more expand. You know, we could expand on some things, but we got plenty of time. Well, yeah, definitely with this season, we'll be doing yeah more updates, more as as it as it plays out. Yeah, but overall, as a to wrap it up, y'all's y'all. Your first, I mean, you, you, your first thoughts were good. You know, your first experience was it was good. So, y'all, y'all ready to do it again? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely excited. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll just leave Tyler home. <laughs> I ain't going out there till we got a boat. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, you may be waiting a little bit for that. We're gonna this. trade kayak pulling duties this season. Now I got waiters. We can. I got that gig last season, and that was. I tell y'all what, y'all ain't known the struggle of pulling a damn near hundred pound kayak with eighty pounds worth of decoys and gear on top of that. Yeah, it's a through the woods in your waiters. Uh, my hats off to you, man. I'm thankful that you did it, and I didn't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's this. It's this turn this year. Yeah. Well. Hopefully we'll come across some sort of watercraft that we can uh, accommodate. You know, we can 
be accommodated with where we can get out there a little bit easier but we'll turn anyway. that old scion that old zet drives into a water boat there you go yeah we'll uh, weld the fenders to, up and everything and try to get my truck ready here pretty soon put so. a snorkel on it and we'll just get a trolling motor and throw it on the back and there you go good to go be like one of those old uh I, those boat cars that like lbj had i don't know what, i forgot yeah. what they're called but yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah well, fellas, it's late. Let's wrap it up with a lot of him and Han. Him and Han, a southern goodbye. Yeah, well, you remember that time? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun, man. I'm glad we were able to get back at it again. So, see you next time. See you next time. Come the ducks hit the high baller. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. I'll say when, hold on, y'all wait. Hit them, boys, boom, 12 gauge out in the mud down in Mississippi. Maladuck, yeah, that's what gets me. Shooting this steel cause I can't shoot lead But I don't miss, I just knock them in the head in the duck <laughs>